Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got him screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo. Number one spot, we a number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two, we in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, we your number one spot. Oh, Bob check, Bob check, Bob check. Where y'all at? Come on now. Me and Debo and Trent, we in the tunnel. We in the tunnel. Me, Debo, Trent, Chase Young, we in the tunnel. I said, Father, I'm sorry. Hey, man. Hey, man, let me talk, man. Let me talk. 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 Let me rock. Let me rock. Let me rock. Hey, first and foremost, first and foremost, I just want to give a shout out to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I gotta give a shout out to the 49ers. These boys going back to the Super Bowl, doing what they do. We laid this out in July. We laid this out in July. We said, yo, they they gotta they gotta I I, I said they gotta win. But you could have a conversation to say they at least gotta get there. You know, we had TC firing the man in July. You know, they they had to trade Trey Lance. Shout, shout out Trey Lance, man. Much love to the brother, man. And he 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 liked one of the photos on Instagram, man. Shout out to that boy, Trey Lance. Man. I, I got love to that boy, man. We got to get him out of Dallas, man. We got to get him. Because that ain't going to happen there. That ain't going to happen there. So we got to get him out of there, man. But we talked about this in July. And I said, yo, yo they got the best team in the NFL. They got the best team. They got to get it done. It ain't ever going to happen any other way, any other time. Now, and lo and behold, come hella high water on January 29th, look what we going, baby. We going to the bowl. We going to the bowl, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I got a lot to say. We all know that. 
But look, man, I'm gonna let my man. And I'm not selfish. I'm gonna let my man rock. D-Lo, man, let him know what time it is. Okay. Well, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I do that, though, hold on. That just reminded me. Before I do that, yo, that man 13's a playmaker. That man 13 is a playmaker. And I need you guys to respect him as such. Aldridge's in here. Give Keith, give that boy his flowers. Give him his flowers. Purdy is a playmaker. And I mean no disrespect even though he is a cowboy. I mean, no, no disrespect to my boy, Michael Irvin. That's my boy. That's my boy. That's the playmaker. I don't mean no disrespect. But 13's a playmaker. He's a play. All this stuff we heard all week, man. man come on, man. Hey, man. Come on. They got me. All this stuff we heard all week. We talk about elevating teammates. You guys going to make me say something crazy about Lamar. You know I love Lamar. But we talking about elevating teammates. Ryan Clark, did that man yesterday look like he elevated a whole damn nation, a whole empire? That's what he elevated. Put some respect on his name. And I'm going to say that the right way because you know who riding with us now. You know who riding with us. Shout out to Stunner. We do this for Miss Gladys. Birdman in the building. He riding with us. So I'm going to say it the right way. Put some respect on his name. You understand me? Put some respect on his name. Brock Purdy, playmaker, franchise quarterback. Damien, Damien, Jesse, y'all tell me. Y'all tell me. I don't remember the date, but it was sometime in December last year. Who gave it to you first? Who told you first? Who said, yo, I saw something last night when I was watching that game, Niners in Seattle. I saw something last night. I saw, hey, what did he, what did he give us? Somebody, Damien, tell me, what did he give us? Tat-tat. He gave us, tat-tat. And I said, yo, 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 Stewie, he got something, man. He got something. I ain't even going to lie to you. He got something. This guy's, a, this guy's a playmaker. He's a leader. He's a leader. He's got an it factor. Put some respect on his name. You understand me? Uptown, Third Wall, Magnolia, you know what it is. That's all I got to say right now. Be honest with you. We got four hours, but that's all I really got to say. Okay. Well, I'm Damien Broiling. No, no, hold on. Cut that out. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Because I just remembered something else. I just remembered something else. Where is Gardner Johnson at? Where that man at? He was out there waving to the crowd. It was 21-7, whatever the case may be. And let's not forget. Let's <laughs> Yo, yo. Oh, he would hope we forgot. Let's not forget all the nonsense he was spewing earlier this year about number 19. Number 19. I talked about playmakers when I talked about Brock Purdy. But number 19, Debo Samuel, no S. Don't play with him. Don't play with him. Don't play with him. And like he said, like he said on, on Twitter. Somebody check on little bruh. <laughs> Somebody check on little bruh. <laughs> Don't play with Debo. Debo came back, eight catches, 89 yards, led the team in receptions. He a dog. He a dog, man. He a dog. He a dog. So, Gardner Johnson, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth when you talk about the greats. Watch your mouth when you talk about the NFC champions. 
Don't wait. No, now I ain't even gonna stop you because I remember something else. I'm not done, and I need to stand up for this because they need to see me. me. They need to see me. <laughs> oh, job holes, where you at? <laughs> Ramsey, where you at? Y'all thought, look, I saw everything that was going on in the first half. All them tweets, all them tweets. Well, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing because really, what was I supposed to say? They was getting slapped. What was I supposed to say? But the bookmark, <laughs> the bookmark was there. And all y'all people that have been talking crazy all year about the Niners, I told y'all two weeks ago, don't let this happen. Don't let this happen. Because if this happens, oh, y'all ain't going to hear the end of me. Y'all ain't going to hear the end of me, baby. Niners is going to the bowl. And all you, all you Raider fans, all you Seahawks fans, all you Cowboys fans, uh, who, are, who am I forgetting? <laughs> How could I forget? How could I forget you Eagles fans? Hey, this was, hey, this would have been a Super Bowl rematch if Brock didn't get hurt. This would have been a Super Bowl rematch. Y'all, would, y'all, y'all bums wouldn't even been in there last year if Brock didn't get hurt. We would have lit, we would have lit y'all up last year. This would have been a Super Bowl rematch, back to back. So you Raiders, Eagles. Cowboys, Packers, Seahawks, Rams. Ray, I, you know I don't like to do it. They're going to be catching strays because I love them. But they have people talking crazy. Ravens fans. <laughs> Two words for you. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Oh, man. All right, man. I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm done. We, I got four hours, man. We're going to be talking all day. I'm done for real, for real. For real, for real, for real, for real. We do this for Miss Gladys, boy. <laughs> we do this for Miss Gladys, boy. One of us to lose. They don't going to lose. <laughs> hey, hey, we smacked the Lions up yesterday. <laughs> we beat them boys down. Beat them into, submi- into submission. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, I'm done now. For real, for real, for real. I'm done, I'm done. Go ahead, do, do your thing. I ain't going to interrupt you, I promise. I promise. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just think about the haters, bro. I promise. I'll just think about they would and they wanted so bad. They wanted so bad to get into this chat, to call into this the studio today and talk about how the Niners lost, how Brock's a fraud, how Kyle need to be fired. They wanted it to happen so bad. And guess what? It can't happen. It happened because we won. <laughs> it can't happen because we won. <laughs> All right. All right, man, for real. I'm done. I'm telling you, every time I think, every time I say that, I think about something else, and that's why I keep talking. But I'm just, I'm all right. I got this is a two man show. This is a three man show. I gotta let my other people rock, man. There's a lot that went on. <laughs>
We won. <laughs> we won. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good times. I'll tell for real. I ain't going to interrupt you. Okay. <laughs> good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. We do. All of us. Hey, why don't we just go to break? <laughs> I didn't mean I didn't mean to take up the whole time. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. But I was just saying, there was just things going through my head like all night. Like, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I still got tweets I got to get out. <laughs> Steel and Casey brought to you by Sky River <laughs> Casino on ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We back in here. Shake on these fools today, boy. Shake. So let's 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 talk a little bit. Let's 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 let's, let's, let's talk. talk. Uh, we'll get to the Kings. Their three-game winning streak. Uh, where they're at, of course. <laughs> just a, it's just it, a whole new hey, team. But we 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 talked about this last week. You know, them them vibes felt different after the Warriors game, and uh, them vibes in the Warriors locker room a little bit different after another one point loss. But mm. you know, we'll we'll get to all of that stuff later. Let's look. It's 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 twelve fifteen the next day. Everyone is heard about the game and, and of course we'll 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 talk about it I think what people are here for there's over 500 people watching and and thank all of you and God knows how many people listening on the radio and the Odyssey app but when you get to this kind of time of day especially when people know what a diehard 49ers fan you are and how important this season was to you I think people are more interested in what was the experience for you we'll we'll get to the We'll get to how it turned around in the second half and, 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 and everything that went on. And, of course, we'll, we'll take our first look ahead to the Super Bowl 54 rematch. Yes. 
and yes. you know we'll we'll do all of that. Of course, we'll we'll talk a little you know L- L- Lamar in Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes and all of that. But it was it was a rough first half, and it felt like everything went right for one team and everything went wrong for the other. Uh, what was Walk, walk us through the first half a little bit, leading well, up to halftime. I mean, going into the game, you know, I was I was obviously hyped. Like, I was so hyped, I just started cleaning the house when mm-hmm. I woke up. I was like, I, I don't even know what to do with myself mm-hmm. right now. Nervous let be, energy. Let me be productive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because sitting around, like, watching TV, waiting for something to happen, like waiting for the games to happen, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't going to work. Like, I had to go do something. So I cleaned the house. Um you know, people on Twitter, they saw the video. You know, I got hyped after I saw, you know, uh, Debo and them, and they did the story on them in the tunnel. So I'm I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. And I I, I respected, still do, I respected the, the Lions as a team. It's a really good team. I was like, man, they not coming into San Francisco and beating the Niners in this situation. It's just not happening. Like, they're good. Niners aren't unbeatable. But I don't think the Lions got what it takes to do it. And they beat the brakes off the 49ers in the first half. Mm-hmm. They beat the brakes off of them. I couldn't believe it. Damn it, I could not believe it. I was sitting there on the couch, like, I can't believe Like, if you're going to lose, like, that's understand. They're not an, the Niners aren't an unbeatable team. Never in my wildest dreams did I think they would be getting dominated the way they did in the first half. When they, when they ran the third and 15 for a first down, I got up, I went into the other room. Mm-hmm. My baby was there, my mom was there, my wife was there. And I, and aside from just like yelling and cursing, I just got up and walked to the, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Mm. Before the half, before the half, I went to the backyard, I started shooting free throws. Mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I said, this is, this is beyond me. I can't believe what's going on. And, and I watched the game. And especially in that first half, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, man, they getting stomped out. And I was like, I think they'll figure some things out on offense. And all, but I was like, what does it really matter? Because they can't stop these guys. It don't matter if Brock plays better or they figure things out on on offense or whatever. Because they can't stop them. I was sitting there like they cannot stop these guys. I cannot believe it. They're running for it felt like seven yards a pop. Yeah. Anytime they needed to pass, St. Brown across the middle, mm-hmm. wide open. I, I couldn't believe. Picked them apart. I could not believe what I was watching, and I, I mean, I sat there and I was like, "All right, let me, let me." There's always a part of me that's like, "What if something special happens?" Right? Um, Niners got the ball. Like, let's see what they do with the first possession. So I wasn't like a hundred percent out, mm-hmm. but I was as close as you could get to being a hundred percent out. I thought it was pretty much over. So, I'm far more invested in this than I care to be, and I hate it. It's a horrible (laughs) feeling. I do not like it, but I was rooting pretty hard for the San Francisco 49ers, and I've been been clear about that. Two two reasons. The main reason is you. I I want them to win this for you and, 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 you know, Kyle and the rest of the 49ers fans, but I I want them to win this for you, Uh, which is a lie because really winning for you (laughs) means it's for me. Like, that's – like, I know – how happy you're going to be for the next two weeks leading into that game. And if you're not happy about football after the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter because football's over. I don't care. I needed them to get there, and they got there. But the person I was watching with is also a very, very big 49ers fan. Mm. 
And I found myself getting like more anxious and more rooted in this. But I also I I I went through a range of emotions in a real quick spurt. You said third and fifteen. There was a there was a third and twelve run play. I thought it was third and twelve. Yeah, I think it was third and twelve. Okay, right. the third yeah. and twelve run play. That's I when thought, I walked out of the room. God, man. That's what <laughs> That's we're doing. That's when I walked out of the so room. So you may not have seen the third and eighteen that was picked up across the middle shortly thereafter. Right, yeah. And so at no point, at all, I kept thinking was stop them. You're getting the ball. Just stop them. Stop them. Stop them. When they picked up the third and eighteen, I thought, well, okay. What happens over the next couple minutes could determine whether this game is over or not. And when they showed the sideline shot a few plays later, when they showed the sideline shot of Dan Campbell, and I'm not questioning this decision whatsoever, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are questioning Dan Campbell on a variety of things he did yesterday. Yeah, we'll Understandably so. Yeah. But the decision to take three, it's like you put points on the board. Like, I understand. It's a three-score game. Like, I understand that. Part of me thought, is he going to try to cut the 49ers throat right? And then, like he, you can see him, and he's kind of pacing, and he and he's field goal, field goal, like you see him, just like like he wasn't sure, Mm -hmm. and that's why you saw that field goal. We're going for a field goal. Mm -hmm. Take the points. Like you could see him, just like Mm -hmm. think that. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, that's not the worst thing. And the 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 field goal is what me think. Okay, this game's not over. They get the ball first, and I said out loud, this whole game could ride on the next two possessions Mm -hmm. the first one for the 49ers and the first ones for Detroit the 49ers one didn't go the way you you would hope but you got points out of it that in in the end obviously that's all that mattered you got points out of it and it became a well it doesn't really matter if you don't get a stop Mm -hmm. like because they haven't been able to stop them at all when they got the stop and then you know what happened next was insane with the two IU plays mainly the the 51 yarder, but that was kind of the, they got to stop. You have to get in the end zone. Mm -hmm. You can't kick a field goal. You get in the end zone. This is just a football game. Now the deficit is essentially gone. You still got more work ahead, but you're fine now. And they get in the end zone. And then, uh, I don't remember who deserves credit, but Eric Armstead getting that. And and that's where I was like, Oh, this, this thing could happen. This thing could happen. I, I still couldn't believe it. I still couldn't believe it. And, and so let's let's get down. So at the end of the – look, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I, th- I saw the third and 18. And when they got to third and 18, I think they got – I don't know if it was a goal-to-go situation. No, I think it was. I think they won like the four or five or something, weren't they? Yeah, so, so the reason why I don't know is because that's when I went outside to yeah, shoot Yeah, Dan throws. Campbell said it was just a little <laughs> – it was just a little too – it was a little too far away to go for it. That that's when I the reason why I don't know for sure is because that's when I went outside to shoot free throws. Right after they converted third and eighteen. Mm-hmm. I said I, I, my baby was there. That was I don't the killer. Know, I was like, yeah. like, so there's the way the backyard is, I can see the TV mm-hmm. into the living room. So I was I would turn over. Oh, well, yeah, it's a like a hundred and of course well, you can no, see let, it from outside. Don't listen to this guy. Don't listen to this. But the the way so I'd shoot a free throw and I'd turn and look and just see what was going on. I just saw movement, but I could see the score was still the same. So I saw they held him to a field goal. Going back, I looked and that's the right call. Mm-hmm. Kick the field goal. Yeah, make you take it a the points. Score game. Absolutely. And I know Dan Absolutely. Campbell was fighting himself, all this other stuff. People, this is what he's done all year. Well, yeah, that's what he's done all year. That's probably why that game wasn't in Ford Field mm-hmm. because that's what he's done all mm-hmm. year. That's right. In Dallas, he should have kicked the game time field goal. That's right. 
instead of going for it three at least, times. At least the second time. <laughs> like, if you go for it on the first time, fine. But at some point, you got to realize this place curse kicked the field goal. <laughs> right. So, so I, I fast forward to the, the, the Niners just kicked the field goal. I wasn't crazy about that, but I was like, all right, it's points. But once again, I'm like, it doesn't matter because they can't stop them. And when they went to fourth and two, they had an opportunity to kick the field goal. I talked about this on the handoff. I want to know what you think. Once again, the analytics probably say fourth and two, the way mm. the game is going, go for it. Mm-hmm. Put the, the foot mm-hmm. on her throat, put on mm-hmm. her necks, whatever everybody says. But this is why robots don't rep, don't mm-hmm. coach games. This is why they just don't go mm-hmm. by – you're not supposed to just go by this. This is why Brandon Staley's fired because he would just go right. by what you're supposed to do and the percentage say. Right. And it had nothing to do with the game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with actually being in the game. Mm -hmm. And I looked at that situation, and it's not always the way you want to go about it. But sometimes you got to think about what would they want me to do right now? Mm -hmm. If I kick the field goal, we're up three scores again. There's about seven, eight minutes that have been taken off the clock. And to a certain degree, if you're the 49ers, you're like, we didn't get anywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. And we just lost eight minutes. Mm-hmm. We came out of the half the same way we went, we went into it. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a kind of a blow. But if he says, "Hey, we're gonna line up and go for it," now the other team is like, "Okay, I got a shot. I got a chance to keep this here, and then go to work on the offensive end." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was now you play was probably the biggest play. The Gibson strip and Armstead recovery was the one that made everybody say, looks like the Niners are going to win, you know. But that was the one that gave them hope. Going for it on fourth down and not not converting Mm -hmm. gave the Niners players, everybody in that stadium, belief that, all right, we still got a chance. Whereas if you kick the field goal, I don't know if if they feel that same way. Yeah, there hadn't been – there hadn't been a momentum shift yet. Mm-hmm. You it was it, it, you could it, it you could you, you were you were kind of sensing something, but it hadn't shifted yet. It mm-hmm. shifted on that fourth and two, mm-hmm. and unless he didn't have confidence in his kicker, and you felt like the result would have been the same, mm-hmm. you should have kicked the field goal. Yeah. You probably should have kicked the field goal for the reasons that you outlined right there. Yeah. Um, because it was that it was that possession that started the shift. Now, obviously, the IU play plays and and the score is what ultimately just turned everything, and then it hit hyperdrive mm-hmm. on the turnover. But that stop was the the rallying point. Like, okay, now we have a chance, you know, to get ten right out of half, and they've got nothing. Mm-hmm. And no, you're right, they should have again you could you you, you attempt the field goal we always say you kick the field goals yeah, if you make I don't it know, i don't know if the guy's automatic either i was he, listening to some stuff uh on the streets of detroit and i don't know if he's necessarily and that's where that. and that's where you know you got to trust your coach right mm-hmm. in that situation if you're a detroit lions fan or you're a detroit lions player you trust dan campbell at this point to where if we miss the field goal we're in the same exact situation is if we don't pick up the fourth and two. Mm-hmm. I have more confidence in this offense that was flowing through the first half because, again, you don't know that your offense isn't flowing yet. Mm-hmm. You don't know that you've you've hit a roadblock offensively yet. 
and it wasn't until the next possession, the turnover possession, that it was like, okay, now we've got a complete shift in this game to where that offense can't do anything right. This offense can't do anything wrong. And for the first time, the 49ers defense is here. Mm. And now that the – I think we saw this last Saturday mm-hmm. when it felt like the 49ers had a shot. When they started – when things started going the way that they were going in that fourth quarter, you saw Javon Hargrave. You saw Fred Warner. You saw the energy shift. Mm-hmm. And when, when, when Armstead came up with that ball and he had it cradled right after they did a feature of him on, on, on Fox – and he's cradling that 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 ball. It's like this game shifted. Mm-hmm. This defense shifted. Everything just changed. Can the 49ers offense capitalize off it? And obviously they did. I couldn't believe that happened. All, all the turnover. Couldn't minutes. either. 17 points in eight minutes. Couldn't either. I, I could not believe Called that. the turnovers perfectly on the on the on the on the handoff on Friday. I said, I don't think we're getting I think one to one. We're not getting more than that. Yeah. This this they the, they're too locked in for this. Yeah. I – once again, like I said, I have fun with it. I'm happy or whatever the case may be. But you guys know I always keep it a stack with you. I thought I thought they were DOA. I thought the Niners were done. Really? I thought I thought the Lions. They beat them so bad. My my uncle called me during halftime, and I, I debated whether or not to pick up the phone because people know in that situation. Don't be calling me. You don't know what you might get from me. Don't be calling me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm a, I'm hollering my uncle Darren, man. He called me. He's like, Ken, man. What you seeing, man? What's going on? I said, they're getting, getting beat ass down. Mm-hmm. They're getting destroyed. And then he and he was like, "Well, man, what, can they turn it around or whatever?" I was like, "I wanna, I wanna believe that." But at the end of the day, they can't stop these guys. That's the thing that worried me the most is they couldn't stop them at all. And I didn't have anything outside of hope to say they're going to change that in the second half. Mm-hmm. And sure enough. They made plays. They stepped up, and this is one of the things we talked about last week. I mean, I give a lot of credit to a guy like Fred Warner. I got to believe. We'll see the, the, the mic'd up and the behind-the-scenes later in the week when they finish that off and they put it on 49ers' YouTube page. But I'm sure they'll have Fred Warner there keeping the guys engaged mm-hmm. and just tell, hey, get a stop here, and we're good. But we yeah. got to do our job. Get a stop. Get a stop. He's the ultimate leader. And without seeing it, I know he was leading those guys. And – they made plays. They got stops. And they completely turned that game around, man. And and then you talk about, you know, the opportunities they were given. Well, you got to capitalize on those opportunities. Mm-hmm. They capitalized on all of them. So from a watching from a slightly different perspective than you did, I thought the – Hey, shout out to Harrison Barnes, who was nominated for Western Conference Player hey, of the Week. HB, man. We'll talk. We'll talk about Harrison Barnes, who's had a phenomenal week coming up here uh, in just a little. Promise, there's going to be plenty of Kings coverage on the way uh, as the Kings are riding a game winning streak, headed into uh, a very awkward Memphis Grizzlies game tonight at five. Uh, <laughs> we'll get you caught up on all of that. I promise. Uh, James Ham will join us in the final hour of the show, and I think that's all we have guest wise. Um, Watching from a slightly different perspective than you did, I thought when they got the stop, you know, the third and 18 was a killer. But ultimately, when 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 halftime hit, it's like, OK, they, they got that stop right there. It looks bad. But the best thing that can happen right now is this. Mm-hmm. They're at halftime. Journey's performing. 
the, the, the crowd, like whatever, like you, you, you get the ball out of the half. Like this is, this is the best thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I also find it really, really funny that don't stop believing was performed at both champions. <laughs> one by journey and one by T-Pain. <laughs> I find that just absolutely phenomenal. Um, but I, I, I thought that this, this is the best thing that could happen to the San Francisco 49ers. You have a roster full of all pro players mm-hmm. and figuratively an all pro coach. These are the moments you respond. These are the moments you show that you're an all pro player. Mm-hmm. These are the moments when facing adversity, when you get your ass kicked for a half by a talented offense, when you get carved up. By, and I started thinking mid, midway through the second, you know what storyline we didn't touch on enough was the familiarity of Jared Goff and the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Maybe that's playing into what we're seeing right here in the first half. Mm. But you've made it to halftime. The, the uh, deficit isn't insurmountable. You have to score on the first possession, and you have to get a stop mm. on the first possession. And it wasn't the score I was hoping for, and it a stop is a stop, mm-hmm. and it 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 it, it kind of set them off. At I thought against the Packers, I was more concerned they were dead in that game mm. than in this one, mm. because that one I honestly thought they're just they're 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 removed from football. This is what Trent Williams was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't I don't know what's going to happen after halftime. Yeah. This I thought. I think they can regroup, but is Detroit good enough to just continue to shred them? Because right now there's no evidence that they're not. Right. And then they got that stop, and then the turnover. I I, I honestly think the turnover shook them. You started yeah. seeing incomplete passes, well, and Gibbs these guys is he's got didn't play no more after that. And I think that's a bad job by Dan Campbell. He fumbled the ball. He didn't touch the ball again the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's one of your biggest playmakers. I mean, they were start, they were saying he was a younger version of CMC. Imagine that. Imagine yeah. CMC fumbles the ball and Kyle don't play him. Don't the play rest him of the game. again. Yeah. Yeah. So to your point, I think they were I think all they shook. Were shook. Yeah. I think the players were shook. The bunch of drop passes. Mm-hmm. I think the coaches were shook. Yeah. The moment, you know, I was I was I was texting with our man Trey uh, Wingo about you know what happened in Baltimore because obviously we talked extensively about that Baltimore. A team when he joined us on Friday and how the moment just got a little too big for some of those guys. That fumble outside of the end zone changed the Ravens in that game. Mm. There That's were person there was all sorts of nonsense that happened after that play. Mm-hmm. It changed Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That fumble and recovery changed Detroit. And that drive they put together at the end was it was terrific. But it was it was too little, too late, and we all know that when a team plays, you're playing a certain style of defense in that way where you're not exactly trying to stop them. You're more trying to run the clock out as much right. as you can, right. and you're playing the you're playing the possession game more than you're actually right. defending. Make you know, them, down they, in yards, they can move. Just yeah, being that, that's plays. yeah, that's all. That's all you're defending at that point, and they were shut down for an entire half. Mm. And I'm gonna give credit rather than. Spend time, and, and and again, it's part of the game. Spend time questioning Dan Campbell and all of these th- th- different entities on the Detroit Lions. I'm going to give credit to the San Francisco 49ers. They're all pro, pro players in the biggest moment of the season, made plays, mm-hmm. and a bunch of really talented young men who haven't been here before got overwhelmed with the moment yeah. 
when things weren't going their way. Yep. And it, essentially what the, that Detroit team wound up to be in that game, at least, were front runners. When it's when it when it started to slip away, it really slipped away. It's not a knock. They had a phenomenal season. Salute to Dan Campbell. Mistakes and all throughout the season and and yesterday. That's a it's a it's a it's it's a good football team and it's an enjoyable football team. That's an enjoyable coach to watch. But the 49ers were better, and that was going to be the difficult part of reconciling if they had lost. Mm-hmm. Football is one game. This is not a series. This isn't a best of seven, a best of five, or a best of three. It's one game. If you're off on that day, it's a wrap. You don't get an opportunity to make adjustments two days later. And that was going to be the difficult part had those you know, early second-half possessions not gone the way that they did because the 49ers are better than Detroit. And we're getting a Super Bowl that I think is worthy of that title. We're getting two of or the two best teams in the entire league. Yeah. And Detroit would have earned their spot. They would have earned their position in that game. But they wouldn't have been one of the best teams in the league to me. I agree with everything. But none of that matters. But, and look, and another thing that I'll um, talk about as well is I think, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, Niners got lucky with this and that, drop passes. They got lucky last week. I think you've heard me say this a number of different times since we've been doing this show. Let us get lucky, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. Because there's been a number of different times that on the other end of things, they have not had luck on their side. Yep. I'll never forget. I will never forget 2011 NFC Championship game against the Giants in the third quarter. Is Kyle in there? I don't think he is. But he might remember this. Late third quarter, Eli Manning throws a pass into the end zone. That is so bad. It is such a duck. Two 49er players collide with each other trying to pick it off. Mm-hmm. I think the one that got knocked out was Tremaine Brown. I can't remember exactly who it was. Terrell Brown maybe got knocked out by his own player going after an interception that was just a, a, just a duck, a complete duck. They dropped the ball. Terrell Brown gets knocked out for a play. The very next play, Eli throws a pass to Manningham for their only touchdown of the second half. That that was fortune like nothing else. I was like, damn, I need that fortune. Jaquaski Tart, fortune. So you have in any of these um, championships, baseball, basketball, that's what I said before, the Giants, their three championships, they were never the best team in, in baseball. Mm-hmm. They had they got fortunate on a number of different Brooks Conrad, you know, some of the stuff that happened in the Cardinals game, all this other stuff. You have to be lucky, in my opinion, more times than not, to get a championship. And the and the Niners have gotten some fortunate bounces and some fortunate opportunities. And what the good teams do is they take those fortunate bounces and they take advantage of them every single time. And so far, that's what the Niners have done in this in this postseason. So yeah, I don't, I don't care nothing about luck. I hey, well, to when, pretend, I'm, when I'm on Market Street in, in two and a half, three weeks, you think I'm going to care about luck? No. I, yeah, Eli Manning got a couple Super Bowls because of luck. Yes. But that's part of the – again, that's part of the one-off scenario, mm-hmm. right? It's why people love March Madness the way that they do. March Madness isn't a series. George Mason can beat whoever in one game. Because of luck, mm-hmm. because a shot banked in 
uh, 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 at the buzzer. Mm. It happens. You see Papa Giannis' shot? No. Bro, you got to pull up. Pa- <laughs> you got to pull up Papa Giannis' shot no. from wherever Papa Giannis plays. You talk about it's phenomenal. He throws. He he. It's a it's a it's a back and forth at the end. He just flicks up this heave from beyond half court, drains it, and his team wins. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Hey, salute to Papianis. I'm guessing though that he's not Steph Curry over there. Yeah, there's a little bit of luck involved. It's part of the game. Mm. It's part of the game. And I'll take it. Yeah, every fan base should, uh, and every player should. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk. I I promise, promise, promise we're going to get to the Kings here very, very soon. I want to talk about Brock Purdy because a lot is going to be said over the course of the next two weeks about this individual, good and bad. And I know a lot of people are changing their tunes uh, because I saw Kenny repost them all telling them to shut the hell up. (laughs) But if you just think about the Brock Purdy story with nothing else, it's pretty effing incredible. Mm. We'll talk about that. Stealing with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we will be this Friday yeah. live. Friday, Sky River Casino, 32 Bruce Street. We're doing our show live. We are watching Sacramento Kings basketball together. Yeah. Show's 12 to 4. Game starts at 4.30. We're going to hang out. Wings, beer, drinks, the whole thing. Come through. Uh, hang out with us. Uh, the live chatty house is always a blast. Even Drew Down, because you can hear Shout him. Shout out Drew Down. Uh, in the casino, on the other end of the casino. So uh, come through, make your plans to be with us. Friday, Sky River Casino uh, with Dilo and KC Moorhead here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Get to the Royal Rumble at some point. I don't know when. That it last, might it might be tomorrow. That last thing you said, um, maybe you don't get to it. I'm kind of leaning towards that. Man, maybe they don't do it. So, yeah. Well, some people I, I saw over to over the on Saturday night, people were asking the question was, was the Rock right now just a heat check for next WrestleMania? So, and I'm why, starting to lean that way. Okay, that's yeah. that's fine. Go ahead. I was gonna say you don't have to do Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania either. Yeah, they, like that you can do that and like during the summer or something yeah, if you want. I wondered if it was a SummerSlam. It feels so like the it only be way the only way I could see it being a SummerSlam thing is if because the story's clear now. This this is not debatable anymore. Cody's the one. Yeah, that's very yeah. obvious. Like the crowd is desperate for this. Cody is the one. Beat Roman night two, and Roman goes away. And I think that's what everyone believes is going to happen. Roman's going to go away. But when he comes back, he needs something. Mm. And it can't be Cody right away. So maybe that's where Roman comes back and does his first, you know, he does his return. The music hits and you could start the thing with The Rock and he rock and that sets him off to whatever he's he's going to do next. Yeah. Well, do you need to pay off like all the bloodline stuff like Mania? Do they, don't they all kind of need to turn, out, turn on him at some point? I don't think the bloodline needs to turn on it. Well, you know, the, that was – I didn't text it because we had some, some good texts during the thing, and there was well, – Yeah, there we was, were being ignored by one well, one of our yeah. – I was, I was gone. I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I put, the group on, I put the group on mute. Wow. I didn't even go on Twitter. I didn't go on Twitter either. Wow. We got muted. I, I didn't go on Twitter. That's why I retweeted the, the thing about us being the Roman or whatever, leading, having the belt for 1,400 <laughs> oh, copies no, that was. Yeah. I think I was I, off by it. Um, I forgot what it was I saw. And you, and you've talked about this before, 
but I, I forgot what it was I saw, but I was like, oh, Solo's going to be the tribal chief. So I think what you could do, I think what you could do there is, because we've seen it, mm-hmm. is one, salute Naomi's back. Big up, big up Naomi. Big you, up. Roman could leave, and you do the the Hunter Shawn Michaels thing mm-hmm. after WrestleMania 14, mm-hmm. where Hunter comes out and says, you know, or uh, Solo comes out and says Roman dropped the ball or whatever, and you can even show his face after Roman loses to Cody. Mm-hmm. And Roman, you know, Hunter that night does the, you look to your blood, you look to the the click, and out comes the one, two, three kid, and you get this new version of DX. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you can start by not having Jimmy be a clown and bringing doing Jimmy kind of dirty, bringing Naomi. Like <laughs> and there's, I'm sure there's a Samoan somewhere that we don't know about <laughs> where you could bring them in. Maybe there's someone in, you know, NXT that, that, or whatever. That real bloodline is deep. Like, yeah, that, no, people. that's it. No, it's a shoot bloodline. <laughs> yeah. And you could, you could have like the, the new version of the bloodline with solo as the leader. I think it absolutely works. They, when, when solo beat Cena, the way that he did, mm. it was clear. They have plans for him. Yeah. Cena's not doing that if there isn't a clear plan for Solo. Yeah. Because Solo's. Colo, Solo's he did. he did something on Saturday. Maybe it was stacking everybody up. He did something on Saturday. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. he going to. You had already well, talked about it. But that's why I was in my head. Well, was Solo's like, thing is oh, easy. You were the tribal chief because of me. Mm. He's interfering in every match now, and that's mm-hmm. annoying people. Mm-hmm. Your reign was 1,300 days or whatever it'll be when it's over because of me. I allowed you to be the tribal chief. Mm. Now you're done. Mm. I'm the guy. The problem, though, is if you do that and Roman returns, he's a baby face. Yeah. And that doesn't work if you're setting up a match with The Rock. So, so the other thing about all of this that I think about is – Roman, um, I, I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's, I don't see him being around for too much longer. Like, I see him losing the belt, facing the rock, and finishing off the bloodline Roman's story. Roman's 38. He's not that old. I mean, Randy Orton's 43. There's still many to be made there. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like I see him losing the belt, facing the rock, finishing the bloodline story, and then being out. And that Being is like the, Cena? Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll I, make some movies with The yeah, Rock, come back, do a couple matches. It's yeah. possible. I mean, when you carry the company for four that's, that's years, the thing. like he's and what what he gonna be in a in a regular you, feud with Austin Theory? We'll see, that and that's like, the thing. But that's the and that's the that's the other thing. He needs to be gone for a while so Cody can establish himself. Like we see it all of the time. We saw it with Hogan and Warrior. Mm-hmm. Warrior beats Hogan. Hogan has to leave. Mm-hmm. You you see that you see that stuff a lot macho man when he became the champion i think hogan i think that was the year he went to make no holds barred or something like that like you you go away for a little bit yeah and that's ultimately what roman has to do go away for a little bit let solo and i i I absolutely think you keep paul Heyman involved in this somehow and you 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 build that group out from from there and change naomi's you know Bright green colors hey, to, to her, black and black red. And red. Get her in the, in the bloodline for sure. I thought it was a good Royal Rumble, man. And, and I thought the like women's said, Royal we, Rumble was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought they did a great job with that. You had it down to a T. Uh, I thought Jade was going to win before the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So I think it was I think it was Tyrese Halliburton that said Bailey. 
I was like, nah, it's gonna be. I thought it was gonna be Punk and Jade, and they did everything with Jade and Bailey and everything. They did it perfect. Yep, they did it flawless. perfect. The, Absolutely the, flawless. The Jade Bianca match that is gonna be at WrestleMania. I don't know if you caught that. Like the the shot they had of those two and then mm-hmm. WrestleMania in the background. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh okay. I see where you go. Like David, David's pointing out, Nia was cleaning house. The reason she was cleaning house is they wanted her to look like a monster. Mm-hmm. So when Jade came in, remember, sometimes if you just pick up on stuff, mm-hmm. it took eleven women to eliminate Nia last Royal Rumble. Oh, then she throws one out, two out, yeah. three out. Oh, Jade's gonna come out yeah. and toss her over the top rope you because s- you said that about twenty minutes before it happened. Well, I because I said it at right yeah. after that line. It was like they keep pushing Nia as this like unstoppable force. Yeah. How it took 11 people. Now one person is going to walk in and throw her out to get her power over because Jade, that's, that's. Jade got her up there. Boy. Jade. Oh my gosh. I said, what? Jade is the most perfect wrestler we've seen since Charlotte. <laughs> like she's everything. Jade is stronger than Bianca. Yeah, and that's I thought crazy. Bianca, and yeah. Bianca is like unbelievably strong. But Jade, when she got Nia up there twice, I said, oh my gosh. Yeah. Girl's a beast. Yeah, that was that was fun. Before we get out of here, though, I got to throw a shout out to our truth going up for a tag. Oh, that was like, awesome! Like that was so first good. That was the so hot good. tag, and when he came into the woman's room, started looking around. Yeah, our truth is the one. He's so much fun. <laughs> the hot tag, though, that was, and the fact that the crowd was so into it. Just perfect. Oh man, good first stuff. ballot right there. Good yeah. Stuff. yeah, 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 um, absolutely. That, real quick, back to the football game. To the side of the football game, you know, I I got I got hyped and I popped a little bit, and I was mad I wasn't there. After I saw my boy Birdman <laughs> on the sidelines, Birdman was at the game. Stutterman was at the game, mm-hmm. and so I saw it right, and I was like, oh, this is that's cool, Birdman there. I think he had a picture with Debo and Trent like way before the game, like in some kind of hallway. And then I saw him on the field. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, that's what's up. And then I saw Jerry Rice on Instagram, and he took a picture with Birdman, Jalen, like two other people. And then I was he had like five pictures on the post. Kept going through them. Birdman's in every one. Birdman's up in the suite with Jerry. They're the goat fuel. They're having a good time. I'm like, this is crazy. So he tags Birdman, and my bad, I wasn't following him. Hit that follow button. That's my boy, Stunner. You know what I mean? So I hit that follow. So I go to his store. So I was like, I wonder what he was. He's his stories is there. I wonder what he was doing all day. Oh, Birdman is dapping up uh, Brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. He dapping up Christian McCaffrey. He talking to, uh, I think he talked to Brock at one point, Kittle. And the one that got me is he had an extensive minute conversation with none other than Nick Bosa. Did you see those jokes on Twitter? <laughs> no, I didn't see on Twitter. Hey, I didn't even Nick. know about it until they KC talked, told me about they it. They handshook. Bosa was like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Birdman was like, yeah, da-da-da-da-da. Hey, Uptown Third Ward, you know what it is. Hey, hey can we get a picture? He's like, for sure, for sure, Bird. Took a picture. I said, yo, this is crazy. Stunner and Nick Bosa, best friends. You remember any of the jokes? <laughs> I didn't see it. Somebody tagged me. I gotta see him. I think I think one. I don't even know if I can say the joke. <laughs> oh well. I don't know okay. if it's FCC approved. All right. <laughs> oh man. 
And then, and then I got I got mad. I was like, damn, I should have been there because I would have been down there. I definitely would have had a picture with Birdman. Birdman a little crazy though. He's a little intimidating. I ain't gonna lie. You gonna try to go to Vegas? Oh, yep, there, there they are. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> Who else is that? Is that Jalen? He yeah. over there japping up Jalen Rose? Yeah, Jalen Jalen was there the whole time with, boy, Nick, with Stunner. When Nick Bosa says he got a black friend, that boy mean it. <laughs> that boy is telling the truth. <laughs> Is this 95.7 that filmed this video? Is that the origins of this video? It's from 95.7? I don't know where it came from, to be honest with you. I see it on 95.7's page. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw that. I said, oh, I said, we winning. We winning. It's a wrap. That's amazing. Niners win. That's amazing. We do it for Miss Gladys, boy. You go to the website and submit a credential for Vegas just in case. I didn't. I got we got a lot of things to do. Yeah, it'd be tough because we got big plans on Saturday. We have yeah. huge plans on Saturday. Yeah, but we got, we got a lot of things to do. If you could be there, I want you to be there. Well, I I'd love to be there. I don't know if it could happen, but I'd love to be there. All right. Um, let's talk about I'm sorry, I'm I'm just I'm in this Nick <laughs> Bosa like wormhole now, just looking at different videos Bosa, and tweets. Stunner Man is his is his uh favorite rapper, and then you know, he just He's loving on Hargrave and uh, Armstead after the game. I mean, come on, man. Be with us now. We didn't change this whole mindset. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, he would be the first. Let's just say that. He'd be the very first. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 